Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Are we going to light up some fireworks this weekend, Mare? No. <laughs> Why not? No, it's dangerous. Come on. Hey, listen. When yeah. you were a kid, yeah. weren't you tortured by the bigger kids in the fireworks and how they had no care about life at all? Here, I'm going to light one up for you. No. Can't wait to hear that all night. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be so fun. Uh, By the way, I heard one of the uh, TFD guys talking on the news last night. He said, you can light off the firecrackers. It's the ones that leave the ground and shoot up into the air. Like everything? Those are illegal. What about the jumping jacks? Those were my favorite. Oh. Because you throw them and then they jump around. Yeah. Yeah, probably not the best either. Good times. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. We used to launch those things. I remember... Some of my idiot friends would shoot them at each other. Yeah. We would sh- stand yeah. out in the street yeah. and launch them like a gun. Part of my biggest, like, you know, trauma of my life is that. What yeah. you're talking about right there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we want to talk about this morning with you at seven seven five zero nine four nine is you survived those things. You know what? How I, did you survive? In my dream, I did not survive. It's the only time I've ever died in my dream was the trauma of my brother shooting those bottle rockets and then I raised up above my body at the park across the street from my house and I saw my body laying there that's how much I'm traumatized from that but I survived I don't know how shouldn't be alive but you survived what growing up with a sibling of six I was one of the youngest we used to have uh Daisy BB gun fights with each other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you're still alive. And still alive. We survived. Did it hit your like head or anything? Do you have any marks? I recall one getting sh- getting shot in the thumb once and that BB stayed there for weeks, finally popped out by itself. Oh, yeah. it popped out. No big deal. That's so you good. just that, that's back right. in the day. You just let it pop out, Greg. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we survived. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You too. 94.9 Mix FM. Candy, you shouldn't be alive, yes. but you survived. What happened? When I lived in Illinois, I lived in Elmhurst, us yeah. kids, they used to have the bug trucks that went down the street and we'd ride our bikes in the fog. Oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's never seen this, it's yeah, like they yeah. spray this this aerosol yes. fog out of the back of these big trucks yes. to try and, like, kill oh, yeah. off the bad insects, right? Yeah. The mosquitoes and all of that oh, stuff. Oh, the mosquitoes. So and you guys would yeah, dr- ride your yeah. bikes right behind it and breathe oh, all of that my gosh. insecticide You're, right you in. get your lungs checked. Oh, my <laughs> God. There you go. We did that for years. I uh, bet yeah, you're the was... type of person who the bugs still won't even bite because of it. It's like you got so much pesticide inside of you, no problem. Yeah, yeah. that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I moved to Arizona. Yeah, Once I moved oh, to Arizona. Yeah. Every bug loves me. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I've been getting bit like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been horrible. I'm from Mount Prospect. Well, where's that, Mary? Oh, it's right by Elmhurst, where she's from. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys are like little twinsies. <laughs> yeah, we're like twinsies. <laughs> I totally felt what she was saying. Oh, my God. Like it happened to me. I just can't imagine, like, the big fogger truck driving through your neighborhood, and you're, like, running oh, out yes. and breathing it all in. We did a lot of dumb things. I mean, yeah, I yeah. remember being a kid and walking to school and or riding my bike, and the buses would drive by me, and all the cloud of exhaust, and you'd be riding your bike, like... <sighs> Oh, man. And all that exhaust is just, like, going right in, you know? You know what uh, I used to do when I was, like, 17, 18? I had these internships downtown, like, in Chicago, right? And I'd run across the train tracks because I was running late. <laughs> like, right before the train. Like, I'd run. Oh, my that is gosh. The, I've seen people hit 
The trains are coming. Yeah. And you run out in I've front of it. I've seen people, hit, and I still, I just, you still did it. I just thought, oh, I can make it. Should not be alive, but you survived. I mean, survived. so dumb. I yeah. hope my child is more intelligent than I. Isn't that the scariest part? That's why we worry as parents. That's why. Because we know all the stupid things kids do. I say, I know what you're doing because I did it. (laughs) I say it to my kids all the time. What little device do you still use? For instance, I saw my daughter carrying around the old school, I don't even know what you call it. It's not a Nintendo Switch, but it was like ours back in the day. What, the Game Boy? The Game Boy. And then my cousin saw it, and she's Game like... Game Boy's awesome. I have two of them, so my cousin sent me two with all these video games. Good, I'll take one. <laughs> you don't need two. Do you have anything that you're still using, and you look back like, it could be the record player. It could be a cassette I was, I was spinning records last night. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. What, what records? Um, I ha- Well... It's going to be stuff that you don't care about, so it doesn't matter. What, like Winston Marcellus or something? <laughs> it's Winton Marcellus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm playing, you know, I'm, I'm playing jazz. Jazz Little sounds jazz. good on vinyl. Okay. I was playing some Charlie Parker last night. Okay. It was awesome. The only time I played I like jazz is when I had to stop by my, you know, teacher's house in college, and he was, like, spinning that, and it is lights down low. Yes. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. He this vibing, doesn't feel, man. This doesn't feel right. Well, you He's walked like, Come in, on in. You were spoiling his, his nice moment. <laughs> oh, no. no. He was, like... 40 something and uh-huh. he's like come on in let me show you my space and i just got that creep feel oh. and i ran out even though he had the biggest muscles of my life <laughs> 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 but anyways okay. i probably was playing i never played the eight track but i was yeah. back in the day i was playing all these weird your mom probably had an eight track didn't she no come not on. that i could remember really no but i do like i still have old like the Atari, now they put all the Atari games in one control. Yeah. And you could hook it up. So it's all those old school video the, games. The games are, yeah, they're, the games, they, they aren't even cartridges anymore, yeah, right? Because no. they could load all of those games yeah. on something smaller than, you know, the, the tip of a pen. Yeah. So you play, you could play all the good ones Centipede and, you know, Qbert and all that. Yeah. But when you go back, because we've got one of those controllers too. Yeah. When you go back and look at that, yeah, aren't you just like really? Yeah, I get bored in about two seconds, but my husband will play all night long, <laughs> and my daughter thinks it's cool for like thirty seconds, yeah. and then she realizes She's it's like, eh. it's not Minecraft, yeah. it's not Roblox or whatever they play. But I mean, Tetris on the Game Boy—that's where it was at, man. You couldn't get me away from that thing. That was the only game that's I wanted to play. That's the worst. Video game console oh, of our lives. <laughs> oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Right now, though, time for our weekly If They Only Had a Brain file. See which of these three stories you think deserves this week's biggest loser trophy. Are you ready? Yep, yep. Story number one, a 62-year-old Wyoming man was arrested after calling police to ask why he hadn't been arrested. Apparently, officers had raided his house, but didn't haul him into jail, and he wasn't sure why they left him. (laughs) Oh, no. Turns out police never actually did raid his house, and they had no plans to. The man was so high on meth that he imagined the whole thing. Oh, no. It's all in his head. But after his call to police, they decided they'd drop by and pay him a visit. Good. And wouldn't you know it, he was high on meth when they found him. 
And then he was arrested for real. <laughs> Good. He he needs to go be like locked in yeah. until he could deal with it. He needs the intervention. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, story number two: A man from Waterboro, Maine, got arrested on an outstanding warrant last weekend for stealing from Walmart. Then authorities tacked on an additional charge for forgery. Because when the guy tried to post $200 bail, he paid with counterfeit bills. <laughs> Men. Cops threw him right back in jail. I mean, does the Monopoly money not work? Apparently not. No. Funny money isn't so funny. Oh. And story number three, an unlucky 27-year-old man from Louisiana likes to pretend he's a cop. And he recently pulled someone over near New Orleans. His car had flashing lights, so the driver assumed it must be a real officer, pulled into a parking lot. Then this guy used his own car to block the driver that he would pulled over in, right? But he picked the wrong person to mess with because the driver he pulled over happened to be a real cop. Oh, my gosh. Who was off duty. That real cop also recognized the imposter cop because they'd had a run-in once before. Oh, no. Faker made a run for it, but eventually the real good guys got him. I mean, with that level of both ignorance yeah. and confidence. Yeah. I'm a little surprised the guy's not a politician. Seriously. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Oh, that's what I do. To jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I don't want to go to the... Who's this week's biggest <laughs> loser, Maris? It's story number one, dude methed up. Story number two, not so funny money. Or story number three, fake it till you make it to jail. Oh, man, I like the funny money, but I'm going to fake it till you oh, make yeah! it. <laughs> if he only had, had a, a brain. brain. Mr. AZ, Jason Mraz on 94.9 Mix FM. We go commercial free, kicking off that work day at 830 this morning. Nobody's on the roads this morning, it feels like to me. But yeah. it is a big travel weekend. If people are on the roads, they, they're like towing a boat or something. Yeah, they're sleeping in, and then they're going to hit the road about 10. Nice. <laughs> that sounds good. Or maybe they're getting on an airplane today. Yeah. Oh, I'm right? getting on an airplane on Sunday. You're flying on the 4th? Yes. It's always cheaper on the actual holiday. Sure. Yeah. And, and my little boy, it's his first flight. <gasps> so I'm a little terrified because he's very loud. <laughs> Uh, they still make tranquilizers for kids? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. They, no, I think uh, I just got to do the thing where you bring a little present for everyone around you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what are you going to bring? I don't know. A little candy or something? Yeah, I was going to say some uh, fresh-made uh, Rice Krispie treats or yeah, something. You yeah, know? yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> right, a little peace offering. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever like had anything like that happen to you or anything weird like on the flight that yeah. just isn't the norm? What's the weirdest the thing that happened on a plane for you? I mean, besides a dad flying alone with a kid and not knowing what to do with a little baby. <laughs> I mean, besides not bringing food or toys for the kid to play with. But Who was that? It was just somebody next to me, and he didn't have the supplies he should have had oh, for he a was little baby. ill-prepared for yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, for me, the weirdest thing that happened, and I'm sure I told you this before, but in my single days... I was out of work sleeping on my friend's futon, and I was going to this radio convention in Minneapolis, so I took the red eye, and I'm sitting, like, on the window seat, and there's this couple next to me, so so the the man is in the middle. Boy, he was, like, 22, and the girl was next to him. I shouldn't say that. He was maybe, like, 28. And so he's in between the two of yes, them. Yes, and when I wake up, he was, like, rubbing my knee. 
And I looked and I'm like, no, like maybe he fell asleep and did that by accident. Like he thought he forgot which side his wife was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Until they got up to leave and he winked and he walked away. I was so creeped creeped out. out. That would not happen to me in today's world. It probably shouldn't have even happened to me then. Well, it should not happen to anybody. Yeah, but it was really creepy. What is it about being on an airplane that some dudes think is their little playroom or something. I don't get it. It's because they all have the dream of you know what. I guess. (laughs) Mile high. Yes. (laughs) Oh Oh my gosh. So gross. It's totally gross. What was your weird thing? Well, I've had a couple. I mean, one of them that just kind of grossed me out a little bit was the woman. Her husband was sitting in front of her like they they had two rows. Yeah. yeah. They had a family. Yeah. So she's sitting behind him and he's reaching down behind Right. So they're both on the aisle and he would reach his right hand down the chair and he would reach back and grab onto her leg. Yeah. And she would and she kicked off her shoe and and put it up. Ew. And then he was rubbing her foot (laughs) in the aisle. Why do people think like foot rubs are a thing on a plane? I I don't know. So gross. Maybe maybe she needed the calming of it or something, but it really it it did not make me calm. Did you not like tap them on the shoulder and say, Put on your sock. <laughs> this is disgusting. This is unsanitary. Yeah, walking around on this floor is not something you want to oh, do dis- without shoes on. Disgusting. Yeah. So, which was not a big deal. The big one that really always stands out for me is the flight we were coming back into Tucson in uh, springtime, and the just the way the air convection, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, floating over the mountains and everything. The ground's heating up, and I don't know. I don't understand all the science, but I know the turbulence when you yeah. come back into Tucson sometimes is. It's like bump, 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 bump. Yeah. And we hit so hard that uh, like uh, this pocket of air coming back into town that the plane shook so hard that all of the oxygen masks dropped. Oh, my gosh. And and some of the overhead compartments flew open and yeah. bags were falling out. I would be screaming. Oh, there were girls crying. Yeah. yeah people were freaking out. Yes. Because it didn't end there. Like the shaking continued. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was fine. We landed fine. The pilots were like, nothing to worry about. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so even when it seems scary, like yeah. those guys, they, yeah. they've, they've seen it all. They've done I it mean, all. I, I've seen like, I've seen the emergency door, like not fully locked. Like, Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Like people like holding it and the, the, the flight attendants, <laughs> no big deal. And these big dudes are like, close that door. Like, hold it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Some of these planes, man. They're battleships in the sky. I hope so. They sure are. They mm-hmm. take a look and keep on ticking, thankfully. Uh, your weirdest plane ride <laughs> or experience. We'd like to hear about that this morning, too. 520-775-0949. Don't give me anxiety, though, please. <laughs> too late for that. <laughs> I just want to apologize in advance. The first thing we just you you just said was I'm getting on a plane Sunday and then we go into our plane horror stories. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's probably not helping it's, your it, mindset. I do get anxiety. I don't love it. Oh, I yeah. don't love not being in control. But I have to oh, tell yeah. you that I do know it's the safest thing. It's safer than being in our car. Oh, for a fact. Yeah, yeah no doubt. I mean, about just it. ask my front bumper that I hit against the pole again at work yesterday. <laughs> did I you mean... do that? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we were talking about weird plane rides. Did you have one? Is Everybody's hitting the road this weekend and doing a lot of traveling, more traveling up, way up this year, of course, over last year. What happened? When I worked at the airline, it was the last flight of the day, 
And the pilots called in and they said, we have a lot of sick people. We don't feel so good. Can you have a bunch of bottled water for us? Oh, no. And that's like, what? So when they finally landed and everybody gets off, and I mean, everybody is green. Apparently, one of the passengers smelled so bad. And he would raise his arms like, hey, smell me. And everybody on the airplane got sick, including the flight crew. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. So this guy was, like, proud of it. Yeah. He was trying to make sure everybody got a will. That's evil. So I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, that's using your stench as a weapon yeah. of mass destruction. Oh like, he took, he took out a whole plane load of he people. He knew. He knew. <laughs> that's gross. I can't really smell things. So. Sounds like you're in the right place. Oh, believe there. me, my husband on the plane, he's that dude. I mean, not the armpit guy, but the other guy. <laughs> is he sharing some of last night's uh, dinner with everybody? And you know, the thing on a plane Belching is you usually don't know who it is. Toot tooting. You don't know who it is. It yeah. could be anybody. Oh, you know who in. it is. <laughs> uh, and then he tries to blame it on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. now I'm starting to wonder who it really is. Not me. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right Dragon Mayor here at seven seven five zero nine four nine. Melissa, what's the big thing going on with you right now? So tomorrow we get to celebrate my dad, Dave Alenzuela. He's turning seventy three. Oh yeah! Oh then, nice. Yes, and then on Friday, my middle child, Austin Molina, is turning twenty one. Oh, oh my god! No, what are you doing? Getting Jello shots? What are you doing at twenty one? Meredith, come on. <laughs> A big party for Saturday, so. Big party, oh, yeah. Man. And we're so looking forward to it, and we're very thrilled to share, um, to have another birthday with my dad. That's right. Celebrate every, Dude. especially after this past year. Yes, 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 yes. Don't yes. you just celebrate everything? Yep. So important. Yes. So we're excited. Oh, man, good for you guys. Are you Now, do you have to do all the hosting, the cooking, the cleaning, the preparing, or do you, is somebody else doing that? Actually, uh, we have my parents use, we use their house for the summer because they have the pool. And oh, yeah. then we use my house in the winter. So we'll, we'll help my mom out, but she has to clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a load of work. It never you ends know? when you're a mom. Uh, exactly you know, you right. just keep cleaning. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, but the best part of having parties is you get to eat the leftovers. That's true. If you got good leftovers, it's nice to have that fridge full of them. No, I just give those things away so I don't eat it all, because I will. My mom used to always try and send us home with big, you know, bags full of food, too. Sometimes I let her down. I wouldn't take all the food. I'm sure that bummed her out for the same reason, right? I mean, one big binge fest is what's going to (laughs) happen. Sounds good to me. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. I was reading this whole article, Greg, about confidence and how confidence is directly correlated with success. The most successful people build that confidence. The people who are like probably like us who are like, oh, we got this. And then you start letting that fear come in a little bit. And you're like, yeah, but what about this? And maybe this. And you question all these things. The self-doubt. Yeah. That that that's where you end up working for someone else when they're like, you got to go do this. So you're just doing what other people ask you to do instead of really focusing on purposeful work, what you want to do. So how do we build our confidence exactly? I have that. I'm (laughs) glad you asked. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They do say people with low self-confidence, though, work harder because they're trying to get somewhere. But these are some 
confidence boosters today you can do, okay? Uh, help others, number one. Okay. Number two, take care of yourself. Three, create personal boundaries. Four, I'm just going to go through the list, okay? Do something you've been procrastinating on. One thing, one uh, thing. Okay. Okay. I can do, do it. You got, do you have something? Yeah. Tell me so I know. So I, so you actually follow Months. through. I can check in with you. Well, I, I've, I've been trying to do a little writing. Oh. And oh. I, and I haven't been doing very writing well. Writing what? <laughs> we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Keep going on. Oh, I'm a little worried, Mr. Professor Curtis. Okay. <laughs> uh, speak slowly. Adjust your posture. And number one thing you could do is clear your desk. Oh, jeez. I know. Thanks for the pressure, Mom. Uh, boost your confidence. Uh, you know what? When you start saying yes to you. Yeah. Instead of everyone else, yes. it's going to help you. It is. All right. A little confidence boost this morning. We need it. I am not really good at that. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. Good morning. What's your name? Sabrina. Are you ready to play the game? Absolutely. Here we go. Three quick questions on the quiz. Could this be the weekend Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton tied the knot? The pair filed for a marriage license in Oklahoma. And state law there says that license must now be used within 10 days. What TV show brought Gwen and Blake together in the first place? The Voice. The Voice. I hope Blake. she has a baby. I don't care if she's 40. Oh gosh, Mara. She, is she already has kids. Yeah, but Stop think it. about Blake Shelton's baby. It'll be so cute. A little <laughs> mullet. <laughs> Question number two. Megan McCain announced on yesterday's episode of The View that even though she has two years still remaining on her contract, She's choosing to leave the show at the end of this season. This was not an easy decision. It took a lot of thought and counsel and prayer and talking to my family and my close friends. So she's out. Uh, who is Megan McCain's famous father? John McCain. Senator John McCain is correct. And question number three, there's some interesting advice coming from Megan Fox. She says, don't cheat, break up or get divorced first. Her new movie, Till Death, is about a woman terrorized after cheating on her husband. Interesting, because at last check, even though she's been dating someone else for like a year now, Megan Fox is still legally married to her real-life husband, the guy who played David on 90210 back in the you day. You think she would take her own advice. <laughs> <laughs> who is Megan Fox's soon-to-be ex-husband? Brian Austin Green. Oh, Sabrina! He is so adorable, too. What is she doing? I mean, Machine Gun Kelly? I, really? Well, uh, oh, Sabrina! Yeah, Mary's just realizing. You, you won! Yeah. <laughs> Yay! You got him! You got John Legend tickets! Oh, yeah. Woohoo! I'm so excited. I never win anything. <laughs> no, these are like the must have tick, and you just got. You're, them. In, you're into the show, you September the 24th show. at Casino Del Sol's Ava Amphitheater. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, so we've been talking about food this week because we're getting ready for a 4th of July barbecue on Sunday, yes. right? And yesterday we went through the three things, top three things, you know, for three for Thursday that you don't want to have at that 4th of July barbecue. I don't want your hard kombucha. Please don't put that in the cooler. It's disgusting. I mean... I don't want anything delicious, so I don't overeat. But besides that, yeah. <laughs> I don't want, like, kale. Like, I'm done with the kale. The kale face is gone, I hope, <laughs> forever. <laughs> it depends on the dressing, but you're right. It's, like, so chewy. Yeah, you gotta, it's got you really a little gotta, bitterness or something. you got to work like, through it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kale chips, kale everything, you know? One man said there was one thing in particular that was grosser than anything we'd ever heard. He said, please do not bring that. 
to the barbecue. What do you think was the grossest thing? We haven't heard it on the radio yet, but you will. What do you, what do you suppose that is? Maybe like, I was like, a lot of people like it, but maybe sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. <laughs> Ugh, don't bring that to the barbecue. Come on, you got to throw a little bit of that on your bratwurst, don't you, with some spicy brown mustard? No, that disgust. sounds good. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I mean, sauerkraut, come on. Sauerkraut, disgusting. <laughs> You'll hear the answer, and it's, it's way worse than sauerkraut. The grossest thing of my life. I promise you, that's next. Here's to the ones that we got. Okay, the thing more than anything else that nobody wants this weekend is head cheese. Oh my gosh! No, thank you. Wait, what? Head Maybe. cheese. What? Wait, head oh, cheese. Oh, Meredith doesn't know what head Isn't cheese that is. Regular cheese? Which, oh no, God. it's not. You don't no, want to it? know what it is, Meredith. Yeah. You don't. It, it's meat, but it's got like bits of cheese and things in there, and you think, "Oh my God, what is that? Is that <laughs> cotton ball? I mean, what the heck is that?" It's um, it's like uh, chunks of meat in a meat jelly. Ew! Which is often made of the flesh of the head of a calf or a pig. What is it called? A cheese? Head cheese. Not cheese head. No. Head cheese. Yeah, cheese cheese heads. You don't want want those served at your party either. No, you want to take it to the head. Ew! I've never in my life seen this anywhere. Well, you won't like it. You don't want to. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it, let alone put it in your mouth. Oh, gross. But the good news is Boar's Head makes a version, so that must be good. I'm sure it's nice. (laughs) God, no. (laughs) That's worse. Oh, no. Uh, Anyway, no head cheese this weekend, okay? That's off limits. That's the number one most disgusting thing you could have said. I've never in my whole life. Ah. It's like those jellied things that you eat. It's like. We can stop talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> I, he said something else to a vegetable jello. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing, and it is. It's, that's also gross. Yeah. Don't bring that either. Uh, 94.9 Mix FM 717. Coming up this morning, longtime Tucson news guy, John Overall. You probably know him from KVOA, Channel 4 here in town. He left the anchor desk this week. The life-changing moment that made him decide now's the time. And it's Good. Oh, my gosh. I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah. Time for our whole enchilada, Mayor. Yeah, we need a little of that music, by the way. Uh, Prince Harry, Prince William, yesterday together, all eyes on the brothers, where Kate Middleton didn't even show up because oh boy. they were celebrating Princess Diana's 60th birthday statue. Oh, man. Yeah, and she's like, the focus is on the boys and their mom, and I don't want to take away from that. Well, that was pretty smart. And they seem to get along. And I guess that Kate has been reaching out to Meghan Markle. Oh, really? So, you know, now that she has a daughter just trying to, like, you know, mend some things. Yeah. Well, I hope hope so. I hope so, too. I hope they can put that all back together. That that statue, by the way, was very sweet. It's Princess Di with the two little boys. It's... Must be so weird to see yourself in a statue. Yeah, you know, usually as a child. I mean, that's yeah. Every time they they must see those photos all the time of them with their mom, right? Yeah, and, and be usually sometimes. statues happen after you kick it. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, that's so, true. Yeah, it's that's weird. Wackadoo. Yeah. Uh, here's something you'll want to know. I think after a year of no celebrations, fireworks shows are back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Two tonight. We got one at Davis Monthan, which is not open to the public, but if you're anywhere near the Air Force Base, you'll see them. Uh, 49er Country Clubs hosting their Red, White, and Boom celebration. That is open to the public. Oh, that's awesome. There is a fee to attend because they have a big party with food and I love that. games and all of that it's so stuff. So much fun. So that party tonight starts at 5. Then two fireworks shows tomorrow night. 
one at Tucson Speedway at 9.15, and Saladitas hosting their Red, White, and Boom celebration at 8.30. And then on Sunday, of course, was when the rest of them happened. You got Oro Valley's fireworks right near you. Yeah. Naranja Park is where oh, they're yeah, going to launch right those. right there. Uh-huh. Uh, the Big A Mountain Fireworks Show downtown at 9.15. Town of Marana Star Spangled Spectacular. 9.30. Oh, my gosh. Are there any rules or anything? No, all the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a couple of them. <laughs> Whoa, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, in which they want you to be a little extra safe, so maybe spread out a little bit. Okay. But most of them are having food trucks and games and fun, and so you're welcome to so join them. You get to eat all the fried deliciousness. Please. And also remember to leave it to the professionals. Don't light them at your own house. That is the best. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, if you're looking to upgrade your house a little bit, make it go on the market for a little bit more. They're saying this is the most surprising backyard trend and it's pretty interesting, okay? They want you to do water features. That will add value. And they said elevated fresco setups, which means like they're getting vintage. They're they're going vintage even outside. Vintage furniture. Well, that doesn't work in the desert. And that's what I thought. Because the sun is so intense, it's just going to eat all that stuff up. Like that you'll paint have, yeah. that you put over the furniture? Yeah, you'll have rotted vintage furniture. So, okay? so bring it inside. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> but, a lot But of it work. looks very cute on the outside. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we've had some awesome news anchors in Tucson. The Patty Weisses and Jimmy Stewart's and Savannah Guthrie's yeah. and Guy Atchley's, right? And Chuck George. I mean, the list goes on and on. We've had some awesome people and come through our town and stay here and, and, and contribute yes. to our community. And another one of our talented news people, a longtime pro, left the newsroom this week. John Overall with KVOA News for Tucson. Uh, is with us right now. What was it like signing off, John, for the last time at 1030 Wednesday night? Uh, It was a huge relief, in all honesty, because there was, I think there was a lot of wagering going on on how much I would cry. (laughs) And I did not cry. It was like my face was leaking, but I didn't actually sob or break well, down like many thought I would. I was going to say, I think I saw a little, like, yeah. wetness right there. There was just a little moisture yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm a very emotional guy, and it took all I had not to actually break down and do a full-on cry because uh, – I spent almost half my career at that station, and it, you know, it becomes family. You you grow to love these people dearly, and then all of a sudden you got to say goodbye, and uh, you know, you think, yeah, this is the right decision for me at this time. But then you go, I, I may not see a lot of these people for quite some time. Right. Yeah. When you get to that actual moment, it's kind of like you're looking forward to it, and then it happens. You go, gosh, I hope I'm making the right choice here. You saw the movie Goodwill Hunting? Yeah. You know, and then Robin Williams said, I have to go see about a girl. Yeah. I'm going to Vegas to go see about a girl. Oh, Ooh. really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I fell you. in love with a great lady, and uh, my mom was in Vegas, and uh, we're going to go spend some time with Annette and just have a great life together. Wait. <laughs> Wait, this is all about love? Oh, Mary's loving this story. Are you just right yeah. now? And, you know, did you show her the picture of you that they've posted on your Facebook pages? The young photo of you oh, when you the started? Hair. The hair is so good, John. 
because she will love that. Well, that was back in the 70s, so the, the hairstyle was actually in back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks good. I like it. I didn't realize you were so blonde back in the day, my man. That was a good look. Well, growing up at the beach, you know, you're outside all the time, and, uh, you know, the sun, the sun does that to your hair. John, was there, was there something else that made you think, besides being, you know, in love with somebody who lives far away and you were doing the long-distance thing, John, overall, KVOA, was there something else like, you know, it's been a weird year and a lot of people have gone through kind of these taking stock in their lives kind of moments where they go, gosh, you know, I think there's more for me and I don't know what it is. Was there something about the news business that you just kind of felt like you'd done it enough or what else was there? It it was a lot of things combined. Um, COVID definitely played a role, you know, being... uh, isolated for so long and uh you know and seeing so many people go through depression and so many people going through tough times and i've lost a lot of friends recently yeah and uh it makes you realize life is short yeah so do what you got to do when you got to do it and uh i just figured this was the right time everything just kind of aligned oh I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I mean, good for you for being able to recognize that and then act on it. Because I think a lot of us can see things we'd like to do, and it's scary to make those changes. It's it's fearful. People live in their fear. And you just took that step right on out. Boom. Um, I just figured, you know, I mean, I love the industry. It served me well. I hope I served it well. But the passion was starting to go away, and I didn't want to just work for a paycheck. You know, I wanted to believe in what I did and have the same burning fire that I always did. And the fire started to go out a little bit. And I thought, okay, find something else that gets your fire reignited. Oh, my gosh. That is so good, man. Good for you. This might be too personal. And if it is, uh, you don't have to answer it. But it seems like the people we know in the news business really, they really take a lot of grief from the viewers. And the listeners. And I have to wonder if maybe there isn't a little bit of that that kind of pushed you to say, you know what, I don't need to take this anymore. Was that ever a factor? Actually, in all honesty, no. Um, that is part of the business, as you guys know. Yeah. You know, you're, you're in the public eye as well, or the public ear anyway. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people, most comments that I've received for 35 years have been positive. Um, you get some negative ones, and you just have to understand these people are coming from somewhere else, and you don't know what's going on in their lives and what's triggering them to be negative. And so you just kind of you hope that their life turns a better direction. Most people only lash out because of something that's going on internally in their lives. Something that hurts, and them. you can't take it personally. You can't. You know, it's not. It's not really you that they're lashing out at. It's something within them that they've got to release. So I don't take that stuff personally. See, I'm thinking all these other careers for you now after hearing that, like good things. People, you know. You could be a life coach. You could be an awesome life coach. (laughs) Yeah, well, I got to get my life in order first. (laughs) (laughs) What's the number one thing that you're like, oh, I'm so thankful. Like, I don't have to stay up till this late, or I don't have to get up to this early. Or... I don't have to worry about combing my hair or 
how how much of my third chin's hanging over my collar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about the appearance anymore. That's the number one thing. I remember the first thing one of your peers and competitors in Tucson, Guy Ashley, did when he retired was like he grew a beard. Like boom, <laughs> there it was. Yeah. You know. Well, mine won't grow as fast, but it's already started. Yeah. Oh, nice. You're going to be Dave Letterman. Don't have to shave tonight, pal. That's right. Uh-huh. At least for a while. And when you have to have the same appearance for 35 years, the first yeah. thing you want to do when you don't have to is to change it. You just want to go buck so, wild. <laughs> exactly. It's, until everybody goes, all right, time, time to clean up again. Then I'll, you know, then I'll think about it. Sure. Well, John overall, KVOA, not anymore. He retired this week. It's, uh, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for all of your years of service to our community, for keeping us informed. Uh, we wish you nothing but all goodness. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait forward. to hear the rest of the love story and see how that goes. I hope you got her a good one-year anniversary present. Uh, not quite up to a year, but definitely on, on the plan. Okay. Well, if you need so, ideas. I think <laughs> I, I think. Guys, so much for what you do, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to say goodbye. Oh man, well, it's not goodbye. It's just till we yeah. see you later. Till right? I find out that you're getting married. That's right. And you know, buying her diamonds and all that exciting stuff. If you missed that part of the story, uh, several <laughs> uh-huh. minutes ago, John said that he's leaving. He's going to go see about a girl, just like in Goodwill Hunting. He met yeah. a woman in Las Vegas. They've had a nice relationship for the last year, and. They want to be closer to each other. They're tired of doing the long distance thing. Yeah, so good, good for, for them. Good for him. Yeah. Really, priorities, man. You right. And on Friday mornings, holiday weekend or not, we like celebrating some kindness in Tucson with Ben's Bells. And this week's Ben's Bells Belly is the Casas Adobes Senior Living Team. Um, they were nominated by Amelia Kramer. She. I'm just going to read what she wrote, just about word for word here. Uh, She says Lori Pfeiffer and her entire team of caregivers at Casas Adobe's Senior Living, which is an adult care home. They have 10 beds there. She says they went above and beyond the call of duty every single day and night to care for my friend Cecil Wellborn when his health was declining. He needed round-the-clock hospice care. Amelia says they arranged porch visits for me and Cecil's other friends, hoisting him up into a reclining wheelchair, buffered by pillows and blankets to keep him comfortable so that he could socialize in a COVID-safe manner. Tanya, the house manager, and Jessica, the caregiver, were especially accommodating of any and all requests that Cecil and his friends made to allow him to feel loved and cared for and comfortable during the 10 weeks that he lived there. She says they were so loving and kind and affectionate to Cecil, and they cared for him as if he were their own grandfather. There are no words to express my gratitude. To them, and boy, if you've ever gone through hospice care time oh, with yeah. a loved one, with a friend, you know just how important that is. Why are you I mean, doing it, this I, to me? It's I'm not so hard. <laughs> it's so hard, but it's great. It's great. It's I mean, thank a, God yes. for people like this. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. even downplaying that no. one iota. I'm no, not overplaying no, no. it one iota. It's yeah. yeah, that's the real deal right there. Yeah, it's a hard job. Right. I mean, you have to be a really special human to be able to do that and to care and love every person that's coming in there. Yeah. So Lori Pfeiffer and your team, Tanya, Jessica, everybody at Casa Adobe Senior Living. Boy, we're so thankful for people like you in this community. Bless you all. And Amelia, thank you so much for telling us about them. We're sorry for your loss of your friend Cecil, but we're glad that his final weeks were 
just the best, surrounded by loved and uh, feeling as comfortable as possible. That that makes a big, big difference. Yeah, man. getting to see family oh and my friends gosh. during the crazy year. During the craziest year. Yeah, 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 yeah you're so right. essential and important. Nominate somebody you know who's doing a kind thing for others, big or small. You know how to reach us. Yeah, go to mixfm.com. You click on Ben's Bells. Yep, tell us all about that person. Morning show. Greg, 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 and Mayor, and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.